Bruce Newberry. The food dude. taste of what is going on here in the Dave's Marketplace Broadcast Bistro. Real hard questions. What's your first name? Danielle. Hi, Danielle. Where are you from? Uh, West Warwick. West Warwick. Beautiful. Tell me the name of a Rhode Island food that you have had to explain to someone. Coffee milk. Coffee milk. Yes, I <laughs> said that one myself. Ice coffee <laughs> in general. Definitely, for sure. Tell me a restaurant that you have been to recently. The last restaurant that you went to, what was the last place that you went to? It doesn't have to be a fine dining place. I haven't been out in a while. That's okay. <laughs> well, we can we can maybe help with that. <laughs> Here, you should try. Do, where do you live? Uh, West Warwick. Yeah, right. Try the Waysider down on uh, Post Road, where uh, Rhode Island geography is, where shenanigans used to be. It's right. where. <laughs> and uh, you'll enjoy that. They're doing a St. Patrick's thing all day long today, and I would love for you to. Go to a Panera. We'll at least get you started with a Panera Bread Bakery Cafe gift card. You can use that anywhere in Rhode Island or Massachusetts or Connecticut. Great, thank you. All right, Danielle, good luck to you. Thanks. <laughs> uh, are you celebrating St. Patrick's or St. Joseph's? Patrick's. St. Patrick's. All right. Well, we have it, have it covered both ways here at Dave's with the soda <laughs> bread or the zapola. And the green cupcakes I see you have. Yes, those Excellent. Are for the kids. <laughs> so nice to talk to you. You too. Thank Take you. Take good care. Have a nice weekend. And that's a taste of what is going on here in the Dave's Marketplace Broadcast Bistro. Here on Anchor, we're podcasting on Anchor. You can get it anywhere, download it on, on uh, well, anywhere that you'd get your podcast iTunes, Spotify, any of those, but true value. <laughs> wherever you get them. Happy St. Patrick's Day. It's the saving of the green at Dave's all weekend long. And we're sampling today the corned beef and cabbage rolls. But you can start with the best rye breads in Rhode Island or Irish soda bread or those Zapola for St. Patrick's Day, as we say. And don't forget to check out the Kerrygold display that uh, we have uh, today. Today, it's a chain-wide competition going on where the deli crew at your Dave's Marketplace has been working really hard to come up with a an imaginative, a creative way to really make you just long for that old sod and that delicious Kerrygold cheese made from those wonderful Irish cows. Milk, you bet. Hey, how about corned beef? We've got it a bunch of different ways. We've got uh, corned beef Freshly sliced in the round in the fresh sliced deli today. So you can't go wrong at Dave's Marketplace where people who love the wearing of the green, the saving of the green, love to shop. Now, I've got the United Nations thing going on here because we're here on, of course, St. Patrick's Day weekend. We're here on St. Joseph's Day a few days before. And I'm sitting right in front of a display of real Portuguese sweet bread. Yes. Now you know that I'm never far from the gas bars. The Portuguese sausage that makes everything so much better. Now I'm not suggesting that you substitute gas bars for the corned beef and cabbage, but you know there's very, very little that gas bars can't make better. We were talking about uh, Irish nachos and Irish potato skins and things. Well, you know that uh, Gas bars goes great in all of those. You bet. Try it in nachos. Dice it up. You can even buy the uh, the gas bars out of the casing that you use for stuffies and things. Try that in your nachos. Just uh, treat it the way that you would treat uh, your ground beef, 
but you don't even have to season it because it's already seasoned with those authentic natural spices. And if you like it spicy, well, you want Gaspar's Churis. It's spelled like Chorico, but it's pronounced Churis. And it's authentic, and it's Gaspar's. For 95 years, the Portuguese sausage that the whole world can enjoy. You know, the weekend starts on Wednesday at Cov, which is not a bad frame of mind to be in. Wonderful Cov in Providence, in the Knowledge District, the Jewelry District, where the bistro menu is just so wonderful. Every single day it is available to you. So there's a Caesar salad with grilled chicken or grilled shrimp for Prince Edward Island mussels, lemon risotto, garlic herb wine sauce, fettuccine alfredo, another risotto, toasted pistachio risotto. You have to try, this is also on the lunch menu, but try the chipotle black bean burger with guac on sesame brioche with a side salad or, of course, fries. It is, you want to talk about the the beyond meat and the uh, can't believe it's not meat deal here. This is really one of the better ones. And, of course, it's at Cov. The famous brunch, Saturday and Sunday, and you will find out why everybody just has a special place for Cov because it is a special place. C.A.V. Cov at 14 Imperial Place in the Knowledge District, the Jewelry District in downtown Providence, where your weekend starts on Wednesday. We're here in the Dave's Marketplace Broadcast Bistro. And uh, let me tell you a little bit about spirits. The uh, spirit conversation that you want to have is at Allen's Wine and Spirits. Allen's Wine and Spirits. Think of Allen's Wine and Spirits as your neighborhood bistro of wine, spirits, and beer. There's delivery available free of charge and uh, automatic re-delivery, too. You can't go wrong. and You won't run out. <laughs> now, in just a few minutes, you're going to hear my chat with Alex Allen, and it's our Spotlight Spirit of the Week. And wait until you hear about this French rosé. You know, we actually have podcast listeners in France. I just checked on Anchor.fm, and we have podcast listeners in France. So it must be all of this wonderful rosé that we talk about with Alex Allen. So why don't you stop in and talk to him or his crew? There are craft beers. We're going to have a great chat about craft beer next week at Allen's. They're there every day to talk beers and wines and spirits, 9 a.m. to 10 p.m. daily, 11 to 5 on Sunday. Free delivery, and you can even order online, delivery at allenswines.com. It won't be delivered online. It'll be delivered by real people and probably members of the Allen family. So that's what it's all about and has been for years and years. At your neighborhood bistro of wine, spirits, and beer, so happy to have Allen's Wine and Spirits on the Tastiest Talk Show on the radio. Allen's Wine and Spirits, 3001 East Main Road in Portsmouth. Make sure you mention you heard Bruce Newberry talking about Allen's Wine and Spirits. Well, we're going to have a TED Talk, of course, at the Blue Plate Diner, the Crossroads, the Finer Diner, right there between the Classic American Diner and the Classic American Bistro. And what could make the Blue Plate Diner better? Well, nothing. And you have to come and sit in the booth or sit at the counter, and they know you and they love you. But just in case you can't get to the Blue Plate Diner and you're within the delivery area, the Blue Plate Diner comes to you with Uber Eats. Just download the Uber Eats app, look for Blue Plate Diner, 
and order from the special menu that makes sure that everything is uh, just blue plate delicious and comes right to you within minutes by Uber Eats. It's the Blue Plate Diner, the finer diner. Follow the Blue Plate Diner on Facebook. Follow me there, too, for that matter. Here in the Dave's Marketplace Broadcast Bistro, you're dining out with Bruce Newberry. Well, let's have a little spirit conversation with Alex Allen. Here's our Spotlight Spirit of the Week. Well, let's take a look at our Spotlight Spirit with Allen's Wine and Spirits. And we're here at Allen's Wine and Spirits in Portsmouth with Alex Allen. How are you? How are you doing, Bruce? Thanks for having me on. Good. Great to be here. You can drink rosé at other times than the summer. Absolutely. You can drink rosé all year round. We've been a big proponent of rosé since uh, before it was sort of mainstream. Uh, <laughs> you were you were into rosé before rosé was cool. Absolutely. When you're traveling in Europe or you're traveling in the Caribbean, you'll see rosé at almost every restaurant. It pairs with a bunch, a plethora of food. Uh, so we're big fans here. We usually keep about 25 to 40 rosés in stock all year. Wow. We bulk up a little in the summer because it's... It the is ro- the drink the of the summer yes. season. Yeah, <laughs> Cans, bottles, uh, larger format bottles. We have a little bit of everything. So. Sure. So do you drink rosé in the winter any differently than you drink rosé in the summer? You chill it? You do the same thing to it? I like it chilled. You don't want it too cold because you're really going to mask the, the characteristics of the wine. So you want it in that sweet spot where it's a little bit, uh, if you take it out of the refrigerator, you let it warm up for about 10 minutes, you'll let the wine sort of come back to, to life in a way. I think with the warmer weather, you might drink a little more volume because it's cold and you're warm, but in the winter, um, it's just fine as well. <laughs> there you go. So, well, we're ready, and we want to do some nice food pairings with rosé, so we can talk about that. You know, for those who just may not realize that rosé is its own special process, it's vinted in a particular way, just take a minute and, and tell us how we get to this nice pink wine. Absolutely. So there are two main uh, ways to make rosé. Initially, what's thought is um, back when rosé is actually what's thought of one of the oldest wines ever made, uh, they would actually uh, bleed out or saunier the uh, pink wine from red wine that was sitting in its skin contact. Uh, that would allow the red wine to concentrate and sort of intensify. So then you have this batch of pink or, or orange almost wine or almost like the color of uh, an onion peel sure and then <clears throat> that will that can ferment separately while the red wine matures as well the other way is to simply pull the skins early from a red wine you're left with a pink or orange hue wine so it's all about the skin contact and and simply stated rosé just has limited contact the juice has limited contact with the skin the skins pretty much just simply dye the wine the grape is what the grape is when it's harvested uh, you know, as it's it's ripened on the vine, your wine sort of, that's what that is. There so we go. When you pull the skins out, you're kind of just blanching the wine. In a there way. you go. Yeah. So it's all part of the process, natural, if you will, uh, but we have to watch when we use terms like that. It all comes from the grape. Well, let's talk about food pairings, uh, because rosé has some great characteristics. You mentioned uh, how to care and feed a bottle of rosé in the wintertime, but let's talk a little bit about how to pair food with rosé, especially this time of the year. So when you're thinking appetizers or hors d'oeuvres, you're thinking bubbles. So sparkling uh, rosé wines, uh, proseccos, things like that. Um, that's always nice in the 
uh, beginning stages of the course, uh, the, the early parts of the meal. Drier is better as you get into the main courses, whether you're having a poultry or a uh, type of fish, uh, you're thinking maybe a little more body, a little more acid. Uh, usually the, uh, the main protein uh, will have sauce. Perhaps if it's salmon, that's a fatty fish. If you're having maybe chicken with beurre blanc or something like that, you're going to want a little bit of acid to cut through uh, that fat. You know, South Africa makes some great uh, rosés of Cabernet. Um, Austria, uh, more specifically, we've seen um, a brand called Steininger uh, that's poured actually at the Mooring restaurant. Uh, that's there by the glass. That's how I figured it out. Uh, <laughs> uh, great acid, great body, but it's also very light and dry. So it's kind of the, the, the perfect rosé in a way. You can pair it, you can drink it, uh, you can enjoy it all year. And you have one that you're especially excited about here at Allen's Wine and Spirits that's kind of right in that sweet spot between a sparkling and a still. It's sort of effervescent. Tell us about that. Yeah, we just discovered this. Uh, This is from one of our boutique suppliers. It's called the Little Sheep of France. Retails about $9.99. You won't see it more than that if if you can find it uh, other places. Um, But it's it's not quite sparkling and it's not quite still. It's somewhere in the middle, so it's a great everyday wine, especially at that price point. It's almost like a rosé, like a, a vino verde, where it has a little bubble. And you'll, you'll notice when you open it, you'll see a little bubble come to the top. And you kind of get excited because that's great, you know, right. like that. So that's a, a wine that we'll, we'll have for the next, um, let's see, we got a good amount dropped to us last week. We'll have it at least through Easter, I'd say, which is kind of the informal kickoff of rosé season. I like it. And is it possible, Alex, that you could have rosé with corned beef? I don't see why not for St. Patrick's Day. Yes, absolutely. Uh, Rosé is, again, a very versatile wine. Um, so corned beef, I'd say why not? Yeah. And especially when you get to Easter, you're, you're going to see people having ham, uh, poultry, uh, and it also pairs very well with those. Right. And with some of the fresh-type foods, as you say, uh, some of the hams, they might be younger hams, and traditional things like prosciutto goes great on a charcuterie plate. The Little Sheep of France. So... Uh, uh, look for that. What else can we say about rosé? It's our spotlight spirit this week at Allen's Wine and Spirits. Rosé, again, it's something that is very trendy right now. You'll see it in uh, a standard size bottle. You'll see it in a can. If Bruce, if you look over to your right, you'll see uh, an actually a 12-ounce can, almost like a soda can. That's a rosé from Oregon. Uh, so you'll see, uh, expect to see a lot of different formats this year um, in cans specifically, uh, large format bottles. And we actually have a product that uh, uh, is from Provence that is in a what is known as a 40 ounce bottle. It's really Uh-oh. it's really a liter of, of rosé, but it's it's sort of a, a play on an approachable sort of package, if you will. So we we love rosé. We always have it. It's uh, it's fantastic. Now you mentioned rosé from a particular kind of grape, and it's probably a great part of wine education to for us to understand rosé can be made from a number of different grapes yeah rosé is found all over the world so anywhere that they make uh, essentially red wine you can make a rosé of that so for example in in california and oregon you'll see rosés of pinot noir specifically in france you'll see the rhone grapes granat Syrah, muvedra is the typical uh, fingerprint there italy you'll see some abruzzo rosés and then in south africa and some of the european countries you'll see rosés of 100% Cabernet Sauvignon, uh, which happens to grow very well in those regions. Sure. 
Excellent. And we've got how many rosés from Provence here at Allen's Wine and Spirits? We're a little France heavy, so I'd say anywhere between 20 and 30 at any given time. Wow. Yeah, so we, we love our friends. And each one a little different. Each one's a little different. We try not to reinvent the wheel in terms of having one wine that's identical to another just in a different bottle. Uh, we want to let you have you know a full variety of options when you come in, and we're happy to help you find the perfect wine. Alex Allen right here with his crew with the Spotlight Spirit, Rosé from Provence, and a lot of other places in the world as well here at Allen's Wine and Spirits. Bruce Newberry. The food dude. 